0: Welcome to the Savvy Scribe podcast, a podcast for healthcare professionals who want to build a profitable writing business. I'm Janine Kalbach, your host, and I am a mom to two boys. I'm a wife, a great Dane lover, a registered nurse, and a content writing business owner. I am committed to help you moving your business forward because I've been there. I get it. I understand that life is busy and distracting. But many of us are burned out at the bedside, working too many hours and are ready for a change. Every week I will deliver actionable advice and thought leaders in the industry to help you move along in your business. Welcome to the show. Welcome Savvy Scribes to another episode of the Savvy Scribe Podcast. Today, it was voted in the Facebook group that we are going to talk about how to write faster. And this is like my process. Doesn't mean it's the right process. I just know that I'm told by people that I'm able to produce content quickly. And so I thought, well, I might as well share what I do, right? So let's dive right into it. So first, when it comes to writing faster is you can't do everything before the writing. Like you you have to just call writing its own thing. So starting with how to write faster, I will talk to you guys about how to do things faster first. So first, you have to do the background of writing, which is research. So whatever you're writing, you have to research about it first. And that's what I do. I I have my days of research and I research everything. Um, Usually, my clients are pretty good because I tell them that I still work in the hospital. So they are pretty good at giving me longer deadlines. Um, That gives me time. So for example, right now I have three things that I need to research. So uh, one client I have to research about obesity and nursing and how it affects our patients. Another client I have to write about mental health in nursing. And the other client I have to write about um, going from RN to BSN. And there's like three objectives that we're doing in like a course. So there's three things that I need to research. What I do with that, I'm a big paper person and highlighter person, like a very tactile when it comes to my research. So I can't do a lot of it on the computer. So what I'll do is look for a lot of the research, Google away, right? Google, Look at different publications, look at different PubMed resources, whatever I have to look at to make credible research, right? So I start there. Then I take that research. And I'll tell you, Don't spend too much time doing the research side because you can really get down a rabbit hole. And I've tried to limit myself to like two to six sources because I could go on and on and on the research because I actually, am a little nerdy on the side of I really like to research. So I'll keep going and it gets overwhelming, especially when you have to start the next step of an outline. So really try to limit yourself Take about, set a timer, do about 30 minutes of research, see what you find. Then I print off that research, and then I make up an outline with a working title of all my research. So I look at all the research, and I come up with, like, whatever bullet points I want to come up with, and I try to make mine, obviously, a little more engaging and a little more detailed than the articles that that I took it from. Um... So that's where I go with the outline and the working title. Then it's time to write your first draft. And everybody hates this step because it's the writing portion, right? We like to write as writers, but you hate to start with that blank slate. And that is why you should have some sort of template and some sort of outline. So if you have, I've done a podcast episode about how to structure a blog post And I recommend you going back to that to try to get a structure going. And then an outline will help you with that structure. So that already takes care of probably 40% of the writing because you have a template to go off of and it's easier than just a regular blank page. So when it comes to doing your writing, you have to find out what works for you. Are you someone who likes to write in your home office? Are you someone who likes to write outside of your home office? If you don't have a home office, where do you write at home? Do you write in the kitchen? Do you write in your bedroom? Wherever that is, because I didn't always have an office. I used to have a little corner desk in my bedroom, and I did a lot of writing there. So think about where you like to write. Where are you most inspired? Do you like to sit at the coffee shop with that like background noise of people? Do you like to um, sit at a local library where it's just quiet? Do you have to leave your house because of the kids or your family or whoever? Or do you have to stay at home because that's where you feel most inspired? Wherever that is, is where I suggest you go. Are you also a person that likes to sit and write? Or do you like a standing desk? Do you need a standing desk to be able to accommodate your standing needs? No, you can make your own standing desk if you want. I've done it at work plenty of times because... On Mondays, I do my OB education role at work and I don't like to sit all day because I don't think any nurse likes to sit all day. We're not used to it. So what I do is I take a bunch of books in my office and I'll elevate my desk and I elevate my keyboard, my desk, my monitor and my keyboard so that I can just sit there and stand there and write. So, or type whatever I'm doing. So that might be what you like to do. It might not be what you like to do. Whatever that is, though, you have to find what it is for you and go with it. So that's your structure for yourself, right? The other thing is find what you like to drink or what you like to snack on. I personally love to drink coffee as I'm writing. I don't care if it's six o'clock at night that I'm starting that writing, but whatever it is, I like to drink a cup of coffee. So sometimes it has to be decaf, whatever that is. Sometimes Some people are tea drinkers. They like to drink a nice warm cup of tea when they're writing. Some people don't care to drink anything at all, and that's fine. (laughs) Whatever works for you. This is, again, just what has worked for me in the past to become a faster writer. I have to be inspired by my background. Also, that being said, I like to diffuse some oils, and I also like to play some music, and I like to set a timer. So for the oils I like to do, and I'm not like all – voodoo with it. I do like a nice like fresh awakening scent. So sometimes like an orange and a lemon blended together. I'll throw it in my little let me show you guys my little thing here. This is not for the podcast. This is only for our group. There's this little thing I got on Amazon. I actually got two of them for like $15 or something. It's a little USB and a little thing. And you just It's called Spa Room. And it has a little like felt thing in the bottom. That's why it's all like discolored cuz you put your oils in there. And then you screw it on and you plug it into your USB thing and it just diffuses oils all day. So I do it at work and people love it. Oh my gosh, cuz my my office is right outside our unit. So people walk by all day they're like, "Oh yeah, like visitors and the I mean the CEO, <laughs> like everybody in the house were like, "I love walking by your office, and, you know, it always smells so good." And it does. I think it uplifts people. So Again, I'm not a Voodoo kind of person. I just like the smell. Okay, so then another thing I like is tomato-timer.com. It's a timer, the Pomodoro technique. You guys probably heard me talk about it before. And you can set the timer. And then at the end, it does a little bell and you're supposed to get up. You're supposed to take a break, meaning you're supposed to get up and walk around for like five minutes. That doesn't mean sit on your phone, check your email. That means get up and move, clear your head a little bit, and then come back again. And you could do like short, whatever works for you. Over time, I figured out my time is actually not 25 minutes; it's about 23 minutes of focus time that I can do, and then I take about a 10-minute break every time instead of five minutes. So, to each their own, whatever, right? I got—I found what works for me, and that's usually what works for me the best. But I could do longer stints of that. A lot of people, you know, their recommended thing I think is like two, two of those five minutes, and then a the 10-minute or whatever. Like I, you got to find what works for you the best. The other thing is find what time in the day works best for your brain. Mine is early morning. Didn't used to be. I worked many years of night shift. So you have to find what works best for your brain. And um, nighttime is just not that for me. Have I had to? Yeah. When I was in school for my BSN, I had to write papers at six o'clock at night. Hence my coffee drinking obsession at six o'clock at night. And I was also... Able to go to the hospital library at eight o'clock at night and start like writing tons of papers. So, if I can leave my house, I do fine writing. But if I'm at home in my sweatshirt, my yoga pants, snuggled with a blanket, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm not going to (laughs) be intelligent and write at that time. So, all of those things together can start my writing process. So, you got your outline, you got your template you got your cup of coffee, you got your ideal workspace, you got your oils, you got your music. (laughs) I can write now. (laughs) Does that sound crazy? I don't know. Do you do 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 like a little ritual before you start writing a lot of stuff or am I I the only one out here? (laughs) Let me drink my coffee and I'll tell you guys how to start writing and, and little other tips I have. Oh, this cup, my friend got me from work today's goal to keep the tiny humans alive. She thought it was great for like me being a mom. But no, I work in OB. And I was like, uh, I don't know if that's, that's gonna be good if like a patient sees that. Like, I don't want to just keep their tiny human alive. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't know. Sorry, it's at home now. Yes, it gets me in the groove too, Michelle. That's why we're going to talk about keeping your office organized next. <laughs> okay, so when it starts, when you start to write, obviously you're going to go off of your template, off of your outline. Ignore your internal editor. Seriously, don't worry about spelling errors. Don't worry about spacing, indenting, formatting, grammar, really, at that time. Just ignore it all, you guys. I don't care if you have to cover your screen with a piece of paper, just write and let your mind just go. You will be surprised how much you can write. I'm serious. Just That's how you write faster. You just go. Ignore it. That inner editor of yourself. So set a timer. You know, use that tomato timer for 25 minutes and go as fast as you can. Let the timer be up. Okay, get up and walk around. Don't look, don't look back. Don't look at what you just wrote. Just take a break, come back, keep going. Take a break, come back, keep going. Okay, so you got everything you wanted to write. Cool, move on to your next assignment. If you have another assignment, make this just your writing time. That is it, my friends. It's not a secret. Ignore your editor, blast it out. Start with your rituals. And that is how you write faster. Now, moving on, you do have to go back, right? We don't want to submit that junk. (laughs) So you write everything you want to write. And then if you have time that day, great. If not, you probably won't. You probably will have like a total brain-like fart by the end. You're going to be like, oh, I'm done. And that's okay. So take a break. Take a couple days and then go back and start grammar editing. And really the editing is – takes me longer than the actual writing itself because it it does it helps and sarah music is funny music that i know and i want to sing along to i don't do well with but there's something called biennial beats is that how you say it i can't even talk because i'm so like congested but if you go on youtube this is what i play during my work day and again i was not a music listener I feel like it it distracts me a lot. But if but the only way I can do it is with um by beats. And there's a couple things. The you have to search a focus one. An arial beats. B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. And I will put it in the show notes for those of you that are listening to the podcast. But it's focus music. And I'm gonna paste it in our group here. Um because It will help. And I want you just to try it today. If you're working on something, it doesn't have to be writing, but whatever you're working on, I bet you're able to work faster because of it. And you want to put it on like a, where it's not super loud, but it's like a, just a music in the background. Um, People will walk in my office when I have this on at work and go, how do you not fall asleep all day? And I don't, because it, it really, I don't know. It stimulates your mind, I guess. Um, so that's it, Savvy Scribes, on this episode of the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I hope you learned to write faster. Um, if there's anything I'm missing, let me know, and we'll talk soon. Now go get that write on. So you're listening to the podcast. You may have purchased my course, but have you considered a one-on-one session with me? Coaching is back, everybody. I've been doing this since 2017, and I have helped other nurses grow their freelance business to full-time status and or little part-time status whatever you want it to be. But I am offering the one-on-one coaching again. If maybe the course isn't right for you cuz you maybe already have some clients, you just have questions and you just need help through some business type of things, sign up for some one-on-one coaching. The way it works is you will get an 8-hour session with me and or 2-4 hour sessions, whatever works in your day. But You'll be able to block out some time in our day and we get to use an app to help us go back and forth throughout the day with your questions, your concerns, and my answers, resources, and guidance to help you grow your freelance business. So come on over to podcast.com and click on one on That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.